0: the complete
1: soundtrack to a Sega game, highlighting a community album, or celebrating a specific genre. This is Radio Sega Presents. Good evening, welcome to Christmas Eve and to day one of our unofficial Winterfest wrap-up celebrations. Once again, I am Green Viper, and for the next hour or so, we're playing you some of the best music from the Astro City Mini Celebration album. Now, I have no clue why I said best, because we're playing you the entire thing. That's what Radio Sega Presents is all about. We you heard there was the opening song, which was the main menu theme from the Astro City Mini. Now, there are two versions of that on the OST, so I did my best to combine the two, and oh boy, they're both funky. So the first one was the... I'm trying to find... the select version of the song, which played while uh, we had the lovely... Presenting Radio Sega's community album, Spotlight. Oh, you had all that going on. You had the select version, and then we kicked it into high gear with the main version of the main menu music as composed, apparently by Hero, which surprised me. Then, after that, Came straight here. You're speaking to me. No other songs. Just one song to kick it off, and then we got a couple of blocks of three, which have all of the remixes that you want to hear. Because there are some spicy ones on here. I thought the Mega Drive Mini, the Mega Drive Mini, Mega Drive Mini Celebration album was brilliant, but kind of the one complaint I had of it was it picked some of the more obscure tracks, which is fine for Japan where it came out, but the rest of us. I think some people were quite miffed at the game selection uh, on that album specifically. It didn't have a lot of the big hitters in the Genesis market or in the European Mega Drive market. It had the hybrid front. Fancy Star was cool, but Fancy Star's not one of the big hitters. You had Space Harrier 2, which... Space Harrier 2. um, There's a lot of games which I don't think you'd immediately pick, but you did have stuff like Columns and Gunstar Heroes, which was nice, but I think that was a lot of people's main concern with that album. This one... Yeah, you've got your Scramble Spirits, you've got your Sonic Boom, but you've got Virtua Fighter, you've got Game Ground, you've got Fancy Zone, you've got Quartet 2, Radmobile, Space Harrier. There's some wicked remixes on here. I've not heard any of them, but I'm sure they're great because their source track's are all amazing, so I'm hugely looking forward to it. And also, Hero being on board. We got a, we got a song from H at one point. We got a song from Mickey. Oh, it's, it's all going on. So, hello to everyone who's currently listening in in the chat room. We've got <laughs> lots of awesome people down there. Let's see who is currently chatting with us. So we have the likes of Rexy, Twenty, Doc Scottnik, Resident SD, Frosted Christmas Cookie, Gabby, Rick and Veritex. Anyone who's lurking, hello to you. And anyone who's also on the podcast, it's a big old hello to you. Thank you for joining me on this otherwise fairly occupied night. I'm sure you're all excited to hear this album as much as I am. I got it last Saturday during Winterfest and Outside of ripping it and generally testing the tracks, I've not touched it. I'm going into this completely blind, as I said previously. uh, As I did with the Mega Drive mini-album when we did that last Christmas, which you can check out over on the Radio Sega Specials feed or on the Radio Sega Media website. So, we did that last year, and that album actually arrived on Christmas Eve, the day we did the show, which is why I didn't announce it, and we just kind of did it. That's why it ended up being on the date it was, but you gotta, you got to keep tradition, right? So, we're back here again. I savoured it for a little bit and we're here on a night, which is really inconvenient for some people to listen in. Or if you're Scott, it's Christmas morning, which is even more awkward. But I appreciate that he's here with, with us regardless. Here for some tunes, I'm sure. But throughout the night, for those of you who have it, I want to know your thoughts on the Astro City Mini. Likewise, I'll be giving you mine in a probably not very polished format. Same as I did on Pick and Mix, so I apologise for that. But anyone else who's got it, feel free to let me know what you think of it. If you're looking towards picking one up, even if you've got any of the accessories, what you're thinking of them. Looking at the game selection, any thoughts on it, and of course, what you're thinking on the album as well. I want to know all of that stuff, and we'll be getting to it throughout the show because we need something to talk about, don't we? Because we're here to celebrate music, not to celebrate talk. And, uh, yeah, strangely enough, when I'm not crying on the radio airwaves, I'm looking forward to hearing some great music. My two hobbies, people. You're not going to believe it. But Twinny's just posted. Uh, I'm sure we're going to be getting into this a little bit more later on. But Twinny finally got his Astro City Mini. For those of you not clued in on your Radio Sega lore... The final show of this year's Winterfest 2020 was Sega Ages with Resident SD and the prize there was an Astro City Mini which came out my own pocket. I refused to let SD help me pay for it so it came out my own pocket and uh, it's gone to one lucky winner which ended up being Mr. Social himself, Mr. Twinny and I think it's greatly deserved. Everyone else thought it was greatly deserved as well for all the hard work he put in during Winterfest. Even all the hard work you don't see him do and all the hard work during the other months as well. Hugely worth it great winner and i'm so glad he got it because today it's a christmas miracle it showed up on his doorstep two minutes kid you not two minutes before we started the show <laughs> so getting it nice and punctual i want to be hearing his thoughts first impressions as the show is live but uh, i'll read out his tweet a little bit later on in the show but he's got it it showed up his doorstep i got all the packaging uh, shipping emails and I was quite shocked because apparently it was meant to be coming sometime just barely before New Year's. I would like to talk a little bit about the accessories as well. But mine still haven't shown up yet because I caved. I went a little bit shill mode and I got the arcade stick. Because I'm thinking, oh, I actually do need an arcade stick. So, yeah, I'll go with one that looks like the Astro City, sure. And I, I bought it. So <laughs> I'm going to be getting some use out of that. I'm going to probably put a Brooks adapter in it and use it for a lot of other stuff as well. But... Um, yeah, I went shill mode, but sadly that's still not here. Apparently that comes in the new year. Actually, no, it doesn't come in the new year. It comes sometime in Crimbo Limbo. So maybe I'll get it uh, just after Christmas if I'm lucky. But that was a, a little bit of a, a little bit of a splurge myself because I just thought it looked really, really cool. And I want to spend some more time with my Astro City Mini hooked into the TV. It's quite difficult to do that without the joypads, which you were meant to buy for really cheap that I didn't buy. But, you know, that's, that's besides the point. There's going to be lots of chew-ends going around in the chat room as well, I'm absolutely sure. Seven reacts to me not sounding emotionally drained. That's disgusting. <laughs> You're all meant to be supportive, and yet here we are making fun of me. On getting emotional to you all on the airways. But in all seriousness, <laughs> I love the time we spent together this last weekend, this upcoming weekend as well is going to be phenomenal. Be, still, be sure to stay tuned, but I'll tell you about that at the end of the show. But if you're not, you're going to want to listen to the programming we've got come up, coming up throughout the weekend. But still got this one left, first of all, haven't you? So let's kick it in into high gear. And the guys making this album, they knew just what to do. Because I well, started off with the main menu theme, because of course you got to. And also some jingles that are on there. But we're into the proper tracks, proper now and what Sega song more iconic that you could kick off an album with than Space Harrier from the Astro City Mini Celebration album this is the Mickey arranged version of Space Harrier I'm so excited for this I hope you are too this is Radio Sega Presents uh, a very rare occasional one-off show and as a special Christmas gift we're playing you this album expect it a little bit later on today on the playlist but for now you can hear it only through here let's enjoy some Mickey Welcome back! Oh boy, what a tune from the Astro City Mini Celebration album. That was Fancy Zone, the Mickey arranged version, or as it has been dubbed in the chat, they're still listening to it. Funky Zone. That was easy for me to say. Oh, that was good. Before that, not so much from Astro City Mini Celebration album. First Space Harrier, Wee uh, Wee Jumbo, the H live opening version, and... For a song was called Opening, it never really started, did it? <laughs> and then before that, from Astro City Mini Celebration Album, that was Space Harrier, the Mickey arranged version. Chat enjoyed that one as well. If it's a sign of what's to come, oh boy, because we've got some names on this list. And I've already read them to you, so it's just a waste reading them again, but there's some good names still to come. I'm over the moon, just like I am with the real deal, the real Astro City Mini, which is currently sat right in front of me, straight here on my desk. I'm looking at it with puppy eyes because it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> mm, mine. I will say the game selection isn't exactly to my choosing. There's a lot of stuff that I love on there. There's a lot of stuff that does just feel there to uh, kind of push numbers a little bit higher. I don't remember if I spoke on spoke about this on Pick and Mix, but there is Puyo 1 and Puyo 2 don't know why, Pooh one should not even be on there. And there's a couple of other games where you're like, why is there both versions on here when one of them just enhanced over the other? So I'm not quite sure why they did that. And there's a couple of games where I think was, was anyone really asking for this on here instead of this game? But hey, we got some cool stuff. I've been sinking my teeth into Cotton quite a bit. Cotton's really fun. We have got the usual Space Area Fantasy Zone, two tracks we started with. Of course, been putting some time into them. bit of Virtua Fighter as well, here and there. Alex Kitten Lost Stars. I've spent more time on that than I'd like to admit. Shinobi, of course. Shinobi's a great arcade game. As to what else I'd put on it, I don't really know. Because my love of Sega arcade games begins more so with Model 1 and beyond. So I'd, I'd want more of that sort of stuff on there. Since Virtua Fighter 1's on the system, so we can theoretically speculate that at least Model 1 works. So you could have stuff like virtual Racing, but you don't have the control scheme for virtual Racing, which I'm sure is why it's not there. But OutRun not being there was slightly surprising to me, considering that in terms of driving steering controls, it only needs left and right. So I was a bit confused as to why that wasn't there. That seemed like an obvious inclusion to me, as did something like Hang On um, and quite a lot of the other Superscaler games. But Space Harry's on there, so I can't complain too much because that's the best of the bunch. Likewise, Fancy Zone's one of my favourites. I do wish they'd partnered with M2 to put Fancy Zone 2 on there after all I just said. Fancy Zone 2 is a great game. Um, outside of that, there's some very strange picks. Of course, the Japanese market. I can't think what it's called off the top of my head, but there is the Dot Test game, which is a somewhat Pac-Man clone. Um, the story behind that one's really interesting. I wish I'd looked it up. I think it might be called, like, Kun or something. Um, but it's a game they shipped on Sega boards, specifically Sega S- System 16 boards, to get around Japanese law, because Japanese law said that. Oh, basically this requires even more, even more ramble than that. So Astro City, uh, of course, very popular arcade brand in Japan, but it's not just like an arcade board like we typically associate it. So, you know, like System 16 Model Two. Astro City is just the brand of actual cabinet that they were in sometimes. It's just a popular brand of cabinet in Japan. I think that's the easiest way to explain it to us uh, us Westerners. So that's probably how I'd say it. So Astro City Mini theoretically means you can put a lot of different stuff on there um, versus something like a Mega Drive Mini where you have to limit it to Mega Drive. You can have quite a lot of stuff on an Astro City Mini, but point being... The Astro City Cabinets were very popular and quite a lot of the time people just wanted the cabinets without the game so they could stick their own games in there. And Because the cabinets were so popular sometimes they would just buy them and gut the game and put the one they wanted in it. So Sega realising the ticket here went around and created just the cabinets so you could buy just the cabinets on their own. Japanese law prevents you from doing this so you have to have a game preloaded on the cabinet if you're selling it according to Japanese law. So how they got around this? Once again, I still don't know the name. I'm pretty sure it's Dokken, though. It's just this very simplistic, black-and-white, almost Game Boy-looking game, which shipped on a small arcade board, then let them get around that silly law, and as a result, they could just sell the cabinet on its own, and then you could just gut the, uh, the game that was in it and put your own one in. That was the... And most convenient way around it so instead of just making a test screen they made a miniature almost VMU style game out of it and it's on there in typical Sega fashion they're like yeah just, just stick it on as a bonus game why not gotta have some respect for them on that one um, outside of that build quality is amazing buttons I can't tell if they're Samoa parts but if they're not they feel so close they are gorgeous and I hope the full sized uh, joystick is just as good because, I don't know, they're just, they're just spectacular. Uh, the screen is lovely as well. Very crisp for such a small screen. It is an LCD. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't expect it to be an LCD. Maybe there was someone out there who was like, uh, did they cram a CRT into here just for authenticity? No, they didn't. It's <laughs> it's an LCD. Strangely, it's a 16x9 LCD screen. And this just greatly confuses me. The HUD's in 16x9 so that's fine, but none of the games are in 16x9, and I heard a theory, and I think this theory was also echoed on the Lucky Hit podcast on Winterfest, which is that it's for easier cross-compatibility between the monitor output, so you can plug it into a monitor and uh, output it to there, and then you can unplug it and have it go straight back to the built-in screen apparently it's for like parity between those but i know it doesn't sound all that convincing to me personally like have it output 16 by 9 to the monitor and then 4 free to the actual thing because as i say not a single game uses it this is a unique port of Virtua fighter i think so people say they claim it's 60 fps i don't think it is but it might be and it might just be tricking me if they've got out of the way to do a unique port, you could have probably just added in widescreen and had that as the excuse. Like, oh, it's got widescreen virtual Fighter, it's okay. As it stands, unless there's something we're missing, the only thing that is in 16.9 is the HUD. The, all of the games are in 4.3 with a black border, or you can set a border like you could on the Mega Drive Mini. But I think we were all a bit concerned as well that this wasn't going to be M2, that the emulation quality was going to slip and the presentation wasn't going to be as nice. No, you can dispel that rumor because the presentation's amazing. Nice snappy menus. Menus themselves got great graphic design. Keeping the theme of getting legendary Sega composers to do the music of the menus and all the sound effects. All the games emulate perfectly, crystal clear, you know, pixel perfect pretty much in most cases. Uh, good controls, good options like save states and manuals got english options as well if you're importing it into the uk us wherever even the box is mostly in english they knew people were going to import this thing and i love them for that there's certain things that like the manual which 20 showed off earlier which aren't in english uh they are instead in japanese of course the country of origin but everything else mostly uh is understandable to the westerners which is perfect because I don't think they're going to release this thing in the West unless something changes. It seems like they're quite committed to bringing us in Japan only, just like they did with the Game Gear Micro, so... Uh, you can't win them all, but you can import them all, and we are trying. <laughs> Desperately trying. I'm trying to sell Amazon out of all their stock relating to this product, but I'm doing quite well at it so far, <laughs> I can tell you that much. Let's see how you guys are caught up so far, because uh, you seem to be seem to be a little bit lagging. Okay, we're just talking at the moment. Twinny says, and "I quote," "Oh my goodness, when it turns on and does the thing." Yeah, can't argue with that, can you? <laughs> There's physically nothing in that statement to argue with. There's not enough context <laughs> to start an argument with. But uh, Gabby also says something with. I uh, should have fact-checked in the first place. Gabby says, The description for the Dot Maze game is hilarious. The game that was already on there. Or something along those lines. No music, no sound, pretty boring, but it's awesome that it got included. And yeah, his next point. I didn't even notice this. The other odd thing. Six buttons on the unit. None of the included games need six buttons. I haven't gone through all the games, so I didn't notice this, but... That's pretty egregious, but... And yeah, Jamie's come up with a counterpoint. Virtual Fighter's on there. Virtual Fighter, from what I recall, has duplicate buttons. The first game does, at least. I think some of the buttons on there are duplicates, so... Um, But, yeah, I don't get that, because... The thing is, it's got too many buttons for most of the games on it. Then in return, they mirrored that exact same design for the arcade pad, the full-sized one with the proper nice clicky buttons which they brought out. So they emulated that So that's only got 6 buttons And well, then that's not going to work on other things Because it doesn't have 8 buttons Like it's the standard in a lot of games now So <laughs> you've got an arcade stick Which um, has too many buttons For the console you're using it on And if you mod it It's got too few buttons <laughs> for most consoles So they really didn't think that one through <laughs> Did they at all But um, oh Sega You are so silly But we still love you anyway Right more music it's half past and we are less than halfway through so let's crack on. I don't think the music's any different from this game but I'm ready to be proven wrong by the man Mickey himself because coming up next is a track that's a remix in Quartet 2 and people in here know I adore Quartet 1's music it's one of the best soundtracks of its time but never heard Quartet 2's music and I think that's probably because it's identical but maybe I'll be proven wrong. Maybe Mickey will blow us out of this world. You listen to Radio Sega Presents, and we're playing you the Astro City Mini Celebration Album. Happy Early Christmas from Radio Sega. Radio Sega presents. was a pretty normal block of music unlike the chat currently going on in the chat room which I feel the need to fill you in on if you're not in it if you're listening live that's radiosega forward slash discord get yourself in there if you're not already there but if if you aren't uh, I will fill you in because we've had a conversation about dodgy phone tripods so far and Gums Shrek Christmas ornaments so let's kick it off with the phone tripods so Dr. Scottnick sent Gavi a phone tripod for his mobile phone for filming Radio Sega videos because they were o- otherwise shaky cam at times. He would try and pick stuff up or he'd try and open it and put the camera down. It was a whole mess. And it was admittedly very funny to watch, but not, not very professional. No professionalism, but I don't know why we come to expect such things. It's only fair that we don't. But... It wasn't very professional, so he's got him a phone tripod, and let me describe what I can see to you. So, made in China, first of all, let's get that out of the way. Um, And what he says is, on the other side, there is a magic camera taking a completely different photo to the one it should be taking. This picture doesn't even have a phone on it; it's got an actual camera, right? Okay, and as he says, completely different picture to the one that's in the background. Um, the phone, oh sorry, the tripod is floating on water, it's not sat in the tripod, and there's a random square on the phone of a completely different image. And on, on top of that, there's also very clearly poor attempt at using the magic wand tool, and there's just this huge white outline around the tripod. Except for the phone, the phone miraculously doesn't have that, but it does have like green lines where they've clearly just got the green screen effect on it. <laughs> this thing's great. Oh yeah, and there's a random image in the background as well. Just barely behind the tripod. There's a smaller version of the image just compressed. Like this isn't on the phone screen. It's just behind the tripod for some reason. <laughs> so that happened. And then Gum sent us this message. When I say these are the only decorations my family own, I'm being 100% genuine. Let's count them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 Shrekheads. 10. Now, let's get into the background of this, and trust me, it doesn't make it any better. Picture this. Me. Social Sasquatch. Dressed to the nines in all black and mask. Power walking like a possessed cryptid through the centre of Primark with an Armful of Shrek heads, and nothing but Shrek heads. Naturally, this raised some questions in the chat room, as, as you can expect. So, uh, Taco kicks it off with, "But what do you decorate? Where does it go? Do you wear it as a crown?" As far as I can tell, Gum has not answered this. <laughs> Gum has kind of just given up on this. <laughs> also, we got the question of how large are they? Um, come on, I, I better scroll down and this all laid out clearly to me. Uh, Gum also says I have a Shrek garland. If I'm feeling particularly brave, maybe I can make them into a Shrekless. Oh boy. Oh dear. Oh, thank God, Silver Sonic's here to, um, to keep us sane. Hello, Silver and uh, we got a selfie with the Shrek head of course the RS merch (laughs) in (laughs) Clearview you know how it is by now (laughs) that's just a gun picture if it's got the RS merch on it, that's how it is oh boy, yeah so (laughs) we've shrecked the chat room up, let's get back into it so we had a song there from Scramble Spirits, that was the Mickey Arrange version, before that from the Astro City Arrange album, that was Sonic Boom, and Kicking Off the Block from Astro City Mini Arrange album That was Quartet 2, the Mickey arranged version, and Quartet 2 wasn't that a cork. That was so good. Enjoyed that one, and the song coming up next is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm not going to tell you what it is just yet, though. So I wanted to know what you guys have been thinking about your Astro City minis so far. So we're going to have a bit of a dig through the chat room, see what Twinny's been saying about his. Gabby, you've got one. So, you know, nudge 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 quick impressions while I read out the rest of them and anyone else um, I'll read out your general jealousy points I suppose so first of all we've got a message from Mr. Sunday Night who us during Winterfest when we posed the same question (laughs) but I never read it out on air because it wasn't really appropriate to since it was just a mini first impressions block so, Mr. Sunday Night says, I love mine. Looking forward to digging into Revenge of Death Adder. Aside from playing in an arcade back in the day, I haven't really played it much. Wonderboy games will be fun as well. There you go. Wonderboy is pretty fun, as is Revenge of Death Adder. I don't think that's going to top the awards for best game of all time anytime soon, but I know people enjoy it. <laughs> they, they put up with it, but hey, if you love it, more power to you, right? So, S- Scott, Scott Scott is stuck in hell as well, I can confirm. He ordered it through CD Japan, it's still not with him. Meanwhile, orders his afterwards. And it's with him today, so you know, Scott's mad. Jamie says, anyway, I don't think I'd like Snake of Marley much at this moment. The way he's been talking about this Astro City Mini, I think I'll be spending more cash. Don't want to encourage it around this time of year, but you know, if you end up with some Christmas money from any sources, then you might want to get your hands on an Astro City. No, but seriously, they are good. Uh, yeah, the price isn't everyone's cup of tea, but I think the price value is, is pretty good for what you get. You get some good games on it. I've mentioned this before. I hope they hack it so I can put the games that I like on it because I want this thing to be an emulation beast because apparently it runs on Linux. So surely that can't be too difficult, <laughs> you'd think. At the very least it uses a bunch of GNU libraries and it uses a bunch of Linux libraries generally so I don't think it would be that bad but we'll see because I want it to just be an emulation beast like anything up until sort of the 32-bit era just have it playing on here like a mini kiosk that'd be awesome in this, for- in this form factor and it's got the best buttons out of any of these mini systems it's got the best screen as well yeah love that but and also unlock the ability to use any controllers you want as well with the USB ports. Amazing. You can plug it into HDMI. Awesome little em- emulation machine if I can get this thing unlocked. Only play games you legally own and have legally backed up from your own copies, people. But imagine if they did that. I would I would uh, love this thing even more than I currently do. Being able to play anything I want on it. Uh, it'd be great. Aside of that, we had Twinny who managed to get his hands on one, and I've not seen too much of it so far. But I've been monitoring his Twitter, been keeping my eyes to the ground. But we did get this message from him earlier on. Uh, first of all, we just said it's here and posted a picture of it, and it said, "Can officially say I own an Astro City Mini Gamers. Bless up the Green Viper Eight for sending one to, or sending this to me and to the mail service on the shock Christmas Eve delivery." I'm so fortunate to even get anything for this holiday. Thank you. Hashtag Sega 60th. We've already said it, but 20 is so utterly deserving of this. I'm so happy you got it. And I'm even more happy you got it as an early Christmas present. Happy Christmas to you, sir. Thank you for your services to RSRap last year. And I hope you enjoy the thing, more importantly. He did say he recorded a video of it, but it wouldn't fit on Twitter. So I can't actually have a look at the video and roughly see what's going on. But I, it's, I presume it's him turning it on. Maybe gushing over it a little bit. Um, Yeah, Scott said the thing we are all thinking. Sega Sonic. If one wants Sega Sonic, will it happen? Probably not. (laughs) Uh, Just due to the awful control scheme. But Sega Sonic, I think, would have been the shoe-in if they did a Sonic game on here. Although, Sonic the Fighters, you know, I'm using music from it, so it would have been quite nice. It's not a good game, but it would have been quite nice, you know? (laughs) It's got a good soundtrack, at least, so I can... I can uh, appreciate that about it <laughs> um, hmm. What else is currently Happening as well, because I want to check And see what you guys are up to, I don't want to ignore you This entire show, that's why I went on such a long tangent about, <laughs> about Gums, damn Shrek Ornaments, I don't know why that makes me as angry As it does <laughs> It just keeps me Keeps me, uh, my blood boiling Shall we say Gavi, here he goes with his Astro City mini impressions. Really impressed with the unit. Games are largely to my taste. Good to experience Sega arcade games that I wouldn't have played otherwise. He might be typing something further, so I continue to stall for time. Oh, yes, I do. I should say as well, before we go any further, people who are listening to this live or listening to this recorded, if you want to go back and experience Woodfest 2020, no, I know I'll forget to talk about this later on, so I might as well do so now. Every podcast we're realistically planning to put up is now available on Radio Sega Media. So check the Radio Sega Specials feed if you're on anything else, like iTunes, technically still Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, uh, maybe even something like Podbean, uh, there's some other platforms as well, but your podcasting serves a choice. Search for Radio Sega Specials and you'll see a bunch of shows throughout the weekend. And likewise, if you search on the individual show feeds, like Pick and Mix, Late and Live, Sega Ages, that sort of thing, you will find all of those episodes and anything that doesn't come under uh, anything that classes as a special or doesn't have its own podcast feed came under the Radio Sega Specials feed. But as I say, everything that we're realistically looking towards releasing is now available on the Specials feed and available anywhere else. So, play to programme it if you missed the event live. Still lots to um, still lots to listen back through. You've got plenty to keep your company throughout the upcoming weekend, although you've got live programming as well to do that, so I don't think you're getting off the hook that easily. But yeah, lots of stuff that otherwise would get uploaded as well. There's even the Hidden Palace special. Uh, there are a couple of things that are missing. Of course, we did sadly lose the live version of Scott's Journey into Dreams, which was a fantastic episode. The prelude to the world's saddest ending to any event, if you will. Um, but that was a really good episode, so I'm quite gutted we lost that. But there is still a version of it. The pilot version is available. You got stuff like Radio Redux, which was a fan favourite. You got LMC Cast, you've got Glitch Saturday Night Sega, Razzdom, Pick and Mix. I've already mentioned Chaos Control Centre, Later Life. So much stuff, and that's just that's just the actively airing shows. There's not even all the specials that are available. So trust me, go ahead and listen to them all there. Um, Gary says, Sonic Boom is an early frontrunner for the best game I haven't played before. Cotton is pretty good as is Thunder Force AC. Arcade version of Alien Storm. Big heart next to it. Man, I shouldn't really play some of these games before doing an entire show about this system, shouldn't I? That would work a slight bit better than the plans I've put in place so far instead of blagging my way through it. I'm not blagging, but I just haven't played a lot of the games in the system. I've only experienced the thing itself, but played Thunder Force AC elsewhere and I enjoyed it there so I'm sure I'll enjoy it on here with slightly less improvements in the Switch version it's not to dig like I said previously as well uh, we did have we I did have a lot of time with Cotton because Cotton is a fun game and it's kicking my backside <laughs> I do love a good shmup every now and then I'm just awful at them so it's easy enough but also not easy at all to where I can get some <laughs> brief enjoyment out of it, uh, regardless of if I save scum my way through or not. Uh, some games I haven't played yet, says Gabby, like Golden Axe and Altered Beast. I know those games. We're still going. <laughs> I've still got to feel. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Anything? What are you people saying? <laughs> but I'm so glad I got mine on time as well, because um, that didn't seem likely for a while. Shout out to all the postage companies. keeping Keeping this year running, really, because had some instances where perhaps we would like things to be shipped a little bit quicker than they have uh, all of us, I can, I can pretty much guarantee, but the fact that we even still have a postal service in a global pandemic that can go all over the world, no questions asked is amazing, the fact that I had my Astro City Mini within like three days of it getting shipped from a country on the other side of the world, so so awesome, um, and if you want to go ahead and, he- and pick yourselves one up then you shouldn't have too much more of an import fee slapped on the posted tree and it should get to you fairly quickly so you're not going to notice too much of a difference from having ordered it somewhere in the UK if you're where I am or elsewhere in the country. And he says you can invert the joystick on Space Harrier. Yes, with one of the buttons you hold it and you can invert it. I'm so used to inverted Space Harrier at this point or, you know, the, the one that isn't standard on the Astro City Mini to the point where I need to set that again in order to get used to it because the second I go to an actual arcade and I'm going to have to flip my muscle memory, I'm going to be done for. But, you know, (laughs) that's not happening anytime soon. So I'm just going to have to put up with a mini one that sits on my desk and distracts me when I'm meant to be hosting radio shows. Time to get back to it then. Gain Ground is coming up next. I bloody love the main theme of Grain Gound. Yeah. Game ground. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. Remember the name. <laughs> Don't get it wrong again. I love the main theme of this. I love the rest of the music as well. So, To hear a Mickey take on one of the most rocky songs from Sega's early arcade history, I'm so down. So here we go. Let's not waste any more time. Let's just jump straight into it. We'll be back for one last time this is Radio Sega Presents and this is Radio Sega Presents the Mega Drive Nope Astro Adria- <laughs> City Mini Celebration album it's getting on for 11 o'clock how can you tell we just heard there was the Radmobile Mickey Arrange version before that the Golden Axe Mickey Arrange version and kicking off the block was the Game Ground Mickey Arrange version and this album just getting better the longer it goes on because that was so so good of a music block I enjoyed that with all my being we're here at the end of the show, though, so I want to give a huge thank you to everyone who's been listening in. Before we do that, I finally got round to watching Twinny's review, his mini review thoughts on the Astro City mini video that he put up on Twitter after many, many attempts. So he's a he's a fan, and he gives us all huge thank yous, and he gives me huge thank yous, which I shall now take to heart. And then distribute to everyone else. Thank you to everyone else who made it possible as well. Resident SD for giving it out on his show, etc. Hugely appreciated by Twinny and myself. Once again, congratulations on the prize, good sir. So, he loves it. Some games on there that he's looking forward to playing. Some that he's never played before. Nice little bit of kit overall. Screen, great size. Very small, but very readable. And some nice buttons which apparently you only need to use four of anyways though it's time to end things off so this isn't the only show we've got coming up for you this weekend because you think in christmas weekend we'd all be having the day off but nope but that isn't quite the case so tomorrow join me at 9 p.m uk time remember 9 p.m uk time that is not 7 p.m 9 p.m for well, pick and mix Christmas in the Grotto, a very special long episode, all taking place on Christmas Day night, where there'll be plenty of some great Sega music, all of your requests that we missed off of the Winterfest episode, some of my own picks, and on top of that, some of your new picks, which some of you guys uh, sent to me already. If you haven't got all your requests in and you want some in, private message me, Green Vaporate, hashtag 6383 on Discord and any of your Wintry slash Christmassy Sega requests I will take on board and play during the show aside of that we've also got some prizes coming up so if you enjoyed the format of last week's um, Winterfest episode then you'll enjoy this one as well because we are going to be doing a raffle system so you can get some raffle tickets by winning typing Vipers you can get some raffle tickets by entering the requests. R- What's it called? Not Request Roulette. (laughs) That's not what it's called, 100%. It's called The Request of Monarchy. You can get some tickets through that. And as well, there will be some bonus tickets handed out throughout the night. So, plenty of ways to win. As to what you could win, there's games, there's an album, there's merch. There may even be more by the time it comes tomorrow. I don't know yet, but there's some stuff in the prize pool. Uh, A bit more than we had in the Winterfest prize pool, ironically. But we're going to make it a Christmas to remember on a pretty grim and dreadful one at least where I am I'm sure in some places they're not even recognising it's different hey Scott Mm. (laughs) for for the rest of us it's going to be pretty grim and miserable so let's spend it together as the Radio Sega family and that is the trend going into Saturday because we've got a special episode of the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze Saturday at 9pm And Saturday at 10pm is the Saturday Night Sega Boxing Day extravaganza. He's not called it that. I've called it that myself. I don't have any idea if it has a unique name whatsoever. But Saturday Night Sega's Boxing Day special is what we've called it on the the social post, which is on RadioSega.net. And then on Sunday the 27th of December is a special episode of Radio Redux dedicated to winter music, I'm told, as hosted by Kevin of Last Minute Continue. And then after that, don't think we're done, because although that's the end of our Christmas weekend of programming, we've got some more tunes coming up, of course, on the 24-7. We've got our normal programming, like Ravstom and Club Sega. And then afterwards, next weekend, we've got for you some... I say next weekend. It technically finishes before the weekend. But next week, we've also got some special shows for you. We have the Radio Sega's Fan Choice Awards 2020 Results Show. We've got the Remix of the Year and Song of the Year Results Show first one is hosted at that's wrong to my knowledge i'm pretty sure one's hosted at 9 and one's hosted at 10 but maybe i'm no i must be wrong okay 8 p.m uk time is the remix of the year result show presented by rexy at 9 p.m is the song of the year hosted by rav and no oh yeah no 100 percent is 8 p.m sorry i'm getting myself confused with last year and then Friday the 1st of January at 7pm is Pick a Mix Request of Royalty Top 10 Special with myself. That's riffing on the King of Request as King of Kings if you listened to that last year. And then just afterwards, Friday the 1st of January at 10pm is Radio Sega's Top 40 Countdown, the 2020 edition with KC. So plenty of programming coming up over the next coming days. So be sure to stay tuned to Radio Sega. And like I said, we still got plenty of currently airing programming coming up in that time. Mainly... Ravsdom, Club Sega, My Own Picker Mix is now back, Saturday Night Sega, RSN Live, and LMC Block. But you can check them all out by going to radiosc.ga forward slash shows and find out what's airing at any given time. Of course, we've got new ones in the pipeline as well, such as those we've announced, like the airing of... Well, let's, let's actually have a read right now of Tom Campbell's Sonic the Hedgehog documentary. A History of Sonic the Hedgehog by Tom, uh, by Tom Campbell. Coming up on radio sega in january 2021 and other shows that we haven't even announced other partnerships we haven't even announced all still to come throughout the year of 2021 so although this is our christmas gift to you now there's still plenty more gifts to come throughout the coming months so stay tuned to radio sega we're always trying to play the best sega music 24 7 and in doing so we occasionally deliver you some great programming Let's have a look at the old rundown then, shall we? Let's see who was chatting to us throughout the show. We had Twinny, myself, James6436, Resident SD, Gump, Gabby, Dr. Scott, Nick, Frosted Christmas Cookie, Lunar Eclipse, Taco, Rick, Silver Sonic, Seven, Rapids Running, and apparently TCB. TCB must have joined very recently. Hello to TCB. Let's have a look. Yeah, there he is. He's just posted uh, a. Is that lewd or not? I can't really tell. Uh, <laughs> hate Gabby <laughs> Viper needs to go to bed otherwise Santa won't visit hate this man <laughs> get him out of my sight <laughs> anyways yes thank you all for listening one more song left to go for you now and unsurprisingly it's from the, from the Astro City Mini Celebration album and they had to leave it till last on the album How, where else could you put it it's the most popular game on here it's the one that they put the most hype into advertising so Virtual Fighter has to be last doesn't it So this final song is the Virtuified to Mickey arranged version. Thank you all for listening to Radio Sega Presents the Astro City Mini Celebration Album. I've been Green Vaporate. I'll catch you all tomorrow for Pick and Mick Christmas in the Grotto at 9pm UK time. If I don't speak to you before or you don't hear from me, have a very lovely Christmas. Happy holidays. Everything else. I'm sorry I have the memory of a goldfish so I can't remember the rest of them but I hope they're happy for you regardless. Um, And thank you all for listening in. Have a nice day. Have a nice night. Have a nice snooze. And we'll speak to you bright and early tomorrow and we're going to spend Radio Sega, we're going to spend Christmas together as the Radio Sega family so if you've got nowhere else to go we're here for you and we're going to be here throughout the next coming days. So stay tuned to us and we will keep you company during the coming days. Thank you guys and I'll catch you all later but for now let's enjoy some Virtual Fighter.